The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Here we go. It's Monday. It is a reaction Monday with you. Welcome in to the Bureau. The Bureau. The Farm Bureau Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team, welcome into this Reaction Monday, where we're a sports show in a sports world where basketball teams can lean on each other, sweat on each other, breathe on each other, touch, push, shove one another. But got to wear a mask when you get on the bench and you can't shake hands after the ball game. That's the world we live in, y'all. That's the world that we live in as we speak. They can breathe and sweat on each other for 48 minutes. But hey, 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 do not go shake hands after the game. But I digress. Welcome into the show. Lots to get to. Holy mackerel, what an NCAA basketball tournament you have going on. Not to mention those uh, curious little consolation games over there. Mississippi State men's basketball won one. Tonight, the uh, Ole Miss women's team going to try to win one in the women's NIT. So there's a lot of basketball out there. You've never had a Sweet 16 like the one you're about to have. All these upsets and all these double-digit seeds winning and advancing and so on and so forth. Let me remind you. After the likes of Oral Roberts and Ohio and others have advanced, let me remind you that we also live in a sports world where we have a preseason top 25 poll in college basketball. Now think about how stupid all that is. Think about it. It's like baseball. Number one, why 25? You're going to do a poll, why are you doing 25? Huh? Y'all are experts, right? Right? You're out here doing a poll, and you're supposedly an expert. Why stop at 25? Okay? The number 25 in basketball and in college baseball make no sense whatsoever. None. Why do you ask? Well, it's really a simple answer. Because the postseason in basketball involves 68 teams You don't have to be one of the best 25 at any point in the year to win the whole thing. And the same is true in baseball. It's just 64. Tell them, Pete. That don't make no sense. It don't make any sense. And just for fun, though, just for fun, go back and look at that preseason top 25. Go ahead. Go back and look at it. You know who's not in there? Oral Roberts. Ohio. You know who's in the Sweet 16? Both of them. Well, I don't know about Ohio. Oral Roberts is, (laughs) and several others, for that matter. 
top 25. On that note, if you want me to today, at some point, go over the new top 25 <laughs> in college baseball, then feel free to just let me know. We'll go over it. We got a new one in the D1 poll in Baseball America and so on and so forth. All I know is State and Ole Miss are both in the top five of every poll. Vanderbilt may or may not be number one in every poll, but they should be in baseball. And again, why are we stopping at 25? Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is, why have a preseason poll anyway? Polls. What do the polls do? Nothing. For a sport like basketball that has a 68-team playoff, baseball 64, why do we need polls? You don't need them. You do not need them. (laughs) But this is the world. This is our world. This is our sports world that we live in. Again, you'll watch games. There are games going on right now, right this very dadgum minute in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. We've had high school games. We've had college games. You've got NBA games. Okay? Again, I just want y'all. I'm ser- Okay, and I've got it on my mind. i got COVID on my mind today, y'all. And I'm not, it's not a COVID show. Please, but please understand it's not a COVID show. But I got COVID on my mind because I got my second shot this morning. Now, people are telling me that I'm going to be dead on my feet tomorrow. Well, it just depends. May, may not. I've had other people say I had no issues. Anyway, I got my second shot today. So I got it on my mind. COVID's on my mind. Let me just say, we live in a world. Back up and look at this. We live in a world. All of these basketball games you're watching, we've moved the venues. We've bubbled it. Bubble. Who doesn't like bubbles? Who doesn't like bubbles? We've got a bubble. we got teams in here. They can't sit next to their own teammates. we got Pat Forty out here making fun of coaches who were stubborn about wearing masks who have now been eliminated from the tournament. He's basically celebrating the fact that coaches who were Stubborn about wearing masks have been eliminated from the tournament. I, okay, that's the other part of the sports world we live in is the mushy-headed sports media. Okay, please don't lump me in. Please, by all means, don't do not lump me in. But I digress. Back to the original point: they can't sit next to their own teammates in these games. Turn it on right now. Now it's halftime. Oregon versus Iowa, um, a seven versus a two. Feel free. It's halftime. But listen, they can't sit next to their own teammate. I'm watching all these games. They got them spread out over here in a mask, and we get them on the floor. Shoulder to shoulder, bump. Oh, not only do we sweat on each other, breathe on each other, run into each other, hang on each other, hit each other, slap each other, possibly even spit on each other. Uh, We're using the same ball. In college baseball, yesterday in the Ole Miss-Auburn baseball game, do you know what happened? A ball was called. Batter steps in the box. First pitch hasn't even been thrown. Ball up. Ball. Put a ball on the board. It's a ball and no strike. Why? Why did he get? He didn't even throw the pitch. Why did? Why they put a ball there? You know why? Because the pitcher put his fingers in his mouth. And then gripped the baseball. <laughs> That's odd. I've never seen that before in a it's, baseball game. It's new because it's COVID. 
JB, you can't spit on the baseball and then throw it up there. COVID. Well, supposedly you couldn't spit on it before either. Well, it's supposed to be. But this is a whole, we're going to put a ball on the board because we don't want people putting their fingers in their mouth. You know why? COVID. Yep. Different ball and chain. COVID. We got a ball because he put his fingers to his mouth before gripping the baseball before a pitch. And I turned the channel to a basketball game. And all 10 players are handling the same basketball. <laughs> all 10. I throw it to you. You throw it to him. You throw it to him. We're all sweating on it, breathing on it, holding on to it, passing it to each other. Yet, yet, we got a timeout. We can't get next to each other. Cannot sit next to your teammates. Social distance on the bench. And we can't get together and shake hands after the game. That's the dumbest thing I've seen in a long, long time. It is stupid. Dumb. Stupid, dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb, da dumb, dumb. Stupid. And do you know why it's that way? Do you know why it's that way? Not reality. No. Perception. It is perception. It is done for the cameras. It is done for social media. So it's basically college basketball's way of saying, shut up! Leave us alone! Can't you see we're doing our best? And it's done for the lawyers. But it's not done for reality. It's strictly done for perception. Okay, how's that? <sighs> That's off my chest now. In fact, uh, my voice got so loud there a couple of times I could hear my microphone starting to pop, snap, crackle, and pop in here. I better chill out. Or I'm going to be buying a new microphone, which I can't afford right now. It's okay. Just don't spit into it. Yeah. Nobody else use it. You know, don't want the homecoming queen in here using my microphone. She may get COVID. Oh, oh yeah, but... Yeah, we do. Right, we do sleep in the same bed. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're eating in the same Use kitchen. The same utensils. Right, mm -hmm, right. Yeah, but by all means, don't get close to my microphone. Now you may get it. Y'all toothbrushes touch at all? I tell you what, man. Some of the stuff. Some of the stuff in this world. All right, where are we? <laughs> All right, let's see where we are. Uh, I'm going to get to a couple of comments here and a couple of texts, and then I'm coming straight to the phone line. But first. Hi to everybody on the live stream. If you're tuning in on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, hey to y'all. Thanks for saying hey, hey. Sven says, hey, good evening. He's over in Germany. And uh, he says, he hope you had a great weekend. We did. Sven, same to you. Hope you had a great weekend as well. We did. Beautiful weather. Ready to do a little fishing. JB likes the top 25 rant. Thank you, brother. Dave said, hey, Matt, baseball on a roll. That'd be good. Sounds good. Let's have it for lunch. He said, but what is happening now with softball? Lost three to Ole Miss, now three to Florida. Also, way to go to our basketball dogs. I don't know. I haven't really kept up with softball as closely. I know that what Ole Miss has a pretty competitive team. State does not. Just is what it is. David wished us a good afternoon. And Caleb was letting me know that Arkansas woo, is the new, well, is still number one. In baseball America, so Vanderbilt is not. I think Vanderbilt jumped up to number one in D1 baseball in their top 25. And State and Ole Miss in the top five is about all that matters. Ultimately, the rankings don't matter. 
Chad told me that the preseason poll is yet another example of how, quote, media slash journalist is not synonymous with expert. <laughs> That's good. So, and Caleb reminded me that this weekend's matchup is one versus two, uh, according to Baseball America. Okay, so Arkansas going to Mississippi State uh, this weekend. Denzel sent us a quick shout-out on the Country Pleasing text line. He said, State baseball looks stout. Ole Miss baseball looked good versus a hurt Auburn team. State basketball played better than I thought they would. And Jackson State football got cocky, and it bit them this past weekend. Yeah, Alabama State with the win, handing uh, Jackson State and Coach Prime his first loss as the head coach there. It was a good competitive game, though. Pretty high scoring. Um, and I know there was a little, not brouhaha, but there was a little shot fired on the video board by Alabama State after the game at Coach Prime. I, I thought it was just great. Coach Prime took the high road, uh, didn't back away from it, just called it what it was, which was trash. Just basically, you know, amateur amateur hour by Alabama State at the end of that ball game, what they did, throwing up a picture of Prime getting drafted back at Florida State days. It's kind of a shot at him. And he just basically said, hey, it's just immature. That's all it is. This is not about me. It's about the – Game and the kids, and he's exactly right. And if you're a Jackson State fan, even though you lost the game, you you can't be more proud of the way your head coach behaved given everything that went on at the end of that ballgame. That's my take. All right. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else. Judy is hanging on the phone. Hey, Judy. Hope you had a good weekend. Hey, Matt. I had a fine weekend. Thank you. I hope you did, too. Did. Yes. Enjoy Proud. some beautiful weather. Oh, yes. Proud of our Bulldogs. Two out of three, according to the song, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> That's right. Not bad at all. Um, I would have loved the three out of three, but it just wasn't meant for us yesterday. Right. Uh, I have a praise for you and a question for you about COVID. Okay. Thank you for getting your COVID shot. Mm -hmm. I have had both doses of mine, had no trouble with either one. Oh, good. Doug, on the other hand, refuses to get it. <laughs> My daughter, who is a dental hygienist, refuses to get it. Her husband, physical therapist, does not want to get it. Mm -hmm. uh, my younger sister and her family had COVID, and they also had the second, first and second doses of the vaccine. After the COVID. Yeah. Now, my question for you, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not your fault, um, Judy, oh, if you oh, forgot. Oh. Okay, go ahead. I, I wanted to say you were taking me back to an old Tommy Baptist preacher, <laughs> and I was ready to say, hallelujah, brother, preach on. Well, you know I'm related. Hail State, Hail, go Bulldogs. Hail State, go Dogs. I'm related to a preacher. I'm friends with one, and I work with one. Well, I'm really friends with all three of those, yeah, so I couldn't help but be affected by the, uh, did I have a little fire and brimstone in there in my voice? Well, yeah, it's unintentional. I can't help it. It's it's just there. Uh, let's see. Hog Jowl said, I would like to wish a sweet 16 happy birthday to the Hogs. Pig Suey. What's that? Sweet 16, happy birthday to the hogs. What hogs? Why are they 16, hog jowl? I'm going to need an explanation. Matt Daddy on the Country Pleasing text line says, Breathe, brother. Breathe. <laughs> That's his way of telling me to calm down. 
Fletch said, tell me how you really feel, Matt. I'm not sure where you stand on the subject of COVID. Look, man, what I'm saying is I have taken it very seriously and my family has as well. I don't, I, I, I've not been afraid of it, but I wasn't taking any chances, not for my own sake, but for other people's sake. I've worn masks. Uh, we've talked about it on this show, fully supported that from day one, doing what they told you to do. You know, you want to have a winning team. We all got to fill our role on the team. I can't be a loner out here on the team. We got to kind of do this thing collectively. Okay. So I've, that's where I've been. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is the, all this outside the lines, ancillary stuff that people are doing. And now we see it throughout the sports world. It just doesn't make any sense. It never did. I mean, I, I'm all for, even with COVID, the constant testing in the bubble. Hats off to them for figuring out a way to have a basketball season and a postseason. It's awesome. I'm so glad we have it. But you're telling me that in the middle of all this going on in a game that the kids can't sit next to, next to each other on the bench? You, they they can't meet up and shake hands after the game. What? After we just played the game, so to me that goes too far because I look at it and go, it's that's only about perception. It ain't reality it has nothing to do with reality. Can't. And Bill said, Matt, you're right. It's all perception. Friday night at the LSU Mississippi State baseball game, the ushers were carrying around signs about wearing masks and pointing people out who weren't and making them put their masks on. That game was televised on the SEC Network. Fast forward to Saturday night, I saw half as many ushers, and they didn't care if you were wearing your mask or not. That game was not televised on the SEC Network. One word from Bill, perception. Hey, State took two out of three on the road at LSU. Chris predicted a uh, sweep last Friday. He didn't get it, but he did get two out of three, and like Judy said, two out of three ain't bad. I bet Jay in Baltimore feels the same way. Let's go over to the... Divinity Equipment Phone. Jay, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Well, Matt, you're not going to hear any negativity coming out of Baltimore this afternoon. Good. Yeah, bad moves, two out of three, like Judy said. No complaints here. But the offense has got to give this pitching staff a few more runs. You just can't win with three or four runs in SEC. I don't really want to go down the rabbit hole. That is Eric Sarantola, but I'll say this. I had somebody ask me over the weekend, you know, why don't they just move on from Eric Sarantola? But it's just clear if the goal, and we know what the goal is. It's not a super and it's not Omaha. It's to win the entire thing. Yeah. Eric Sarantola needs to be a part of the equation. I mean, you look around the SEC, Florida, Ole Miss, Bandy, they're loaded at pitching as well. Um, you know, really my question to you today, I think, is is do you see Lamontis making any changes on the offensive side of the ball? Scotty DeBrule has ab- has struggled, mm. and Tanner Leggett might be someone that I think we might see play a little second base to try to get some changes in that, uh, that offense. What do you think? Yeah, great question. And all, I agree with all of your observations, Jay. Um, and, and if I'm not careful, I'll get into it today with state fans because this is a pretty dividing topic, Jay, and that is long-term goal and how Sarantola fits into it. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't go two full innings in his start on Sunday, knowing that it was a big deal and all that, and it's a control issue. He's the highest-rated prospect on your whole baseball team. And I agree with you. The goal is for State this year is not to just host a regional. It's not to just host a Super. It's to go to Omaha with the pitching staff to win the whole thing. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. If it takes 
a few Sunday struggles for the light bulb and the control to eventually come on. Or, if they want to do that, I'm okay with it. Or, Jay, if they did make the decision to bring Sarantola out of the bullpen and the light bulb came on because he's no longer going to wind up, he's fully stretched, and you're able to get three to four now dominant innings out of him, okay, do it. Because I just think his arm, if they can get him in the strike zone a little more consistently, his arm gives you a better chance to go win the whole thing. Okay, so there's the wormhole. I went down it. The the offensive thing, I don't know if it's time just yet. Jay, to your point, does do they have to have better run production throughout their weekends if they want to do this? Yes. That what they did this past weekend is great, but you can't go do it every weekend. You gotta have a little more consistent, a little more run production. I know they feel like it will happen. Let's just say this. If a little tweak or a lineup change is what it takes, Lamonis will see it coming long before we do because he's shown that in the past. He'll switch it up even when we don't see it coming. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would say one more weekend, one more weekend of trying to hit outside pitches and beating it into the dirt, trying to pull outside pitches, beating it in the dirt for weak ground balls, and some guys will get to watch somebody else play. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we just need some more competitive at bats. Too yep. many low pitch count uh, dribblers to the left uh, or to the right side of the field. It's just not going to cut it. No uh, doubt. We need definitely more competitive from the top of the lineup. Hey, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Jay. Just getting started in the bureau. Calls and texts coming up. Y'all stick around. The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And now the guy who's not bald. He's just taller than his hair is. Nice hair! It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Yes, sir. Here we go. Rolling along with you, just getting started here on this Reaction Monday. I'll put the show in your lap. What's your reaction of the weekend? And anything's on the table as far as I'm concerned. I know a lot of people here love baseball. As you, almost, you almost love it as much as I do. Almost. Mm, yeah. Football, basketball, we got a little bit of all of it going on. And there's, you know, thank goodness it's a three-hour show today because uh, I think that's about what it would take to have a chance to kind of get into the discussion on all of it with you. All right, so text me, call me, comment. You can comment on the live stream. Drop it in there if you're on Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope. Lots of people already in on the show there. You can text me on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage, on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best. This morning I had cheese grits and jalapeno and cheddar. Sausage from Country Pleasing for breakfast. Uh, so text me, 885-ESPN, 601 number, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. Or call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Here's the number to call, 995-1059, 601-995-1059. 
nine. Judy is back because she has remembered her question. Judy, what's up? Uh, I'm sorry I have to call back, and I know I've got 10 seconds. No, it's Do you fine. and your wife not use the same tube of toothpaste? No. No. That is an excellent question. It's a. It's almost, Judy, um, it's one of those things I've never thought of. I don't think we've ever even discussed it in our house. But <laughs> maybe, the there are, maybe there are, um, that I don't know. I, I think we do. I think there may be two types okay. of couples. There are two types of married couples in this world, Judy. Those that use the same toothpaste and those that don't. <laughs> a, never thought of that. Well, I, I can see the same toothbrush not being used, but my husband and I have always shared the same toothpaste. Yeah. Well. Uh, the, and this goes back to COVID. I apologize for bringing that back up. That's okay. On the basketball games that I saw over the weekend, the team members still huddle together with the coach. Yeah. They are not separated by six feet apart. Yet, like you were saying, on the sidelines, the bench, they're all socially distant. <laughs> I to mean, me, that makes no sense. It just, Judy, I cannot figure out anybody's logic behind it. Like, real, smart, good-hearted, well-intentioned people. Uh, I know we make fun of the NCAA a lot of times, or we talk about things that they should change or whatever. But really, there's a lot of good people making decisions on this kind of stuff and conference leaders and how they could get together and all go, yeah, this is a good idea. Okay, we're going to huddle. We're going to play. We're all using the same ball. But when you sit down, we need to make sure these seats are separated. I mean, yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. You know, how did they? how do they decide that's a good idea? Because it just makes no sense. You're right. Anyway, I still love my dogs. Hail State. Thanks, Judy. See you later. Talk to you later. Talk okay. to you later. Yeah, two great calls. Thanks for calling. No, we don't use the same tube of toothpaste. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with a married couple or, heck, any, any two people. I mean, do what you want to do. It's your life. You don't want to share a tube of toothpaste? Go ahead. Oh. Mm-hmm. But if some, this just maybe it's just me. I, I've never even thought about. It. I've never even asked Annabeth if she has a preference. We just, we just going to use two different tubes of toothpaste. I'm not mm-hmm. using hers, and she's not using mine. And if somebody hands me, my entire life I've been this way. They like hand me like they got a Coke or a Mountain Dew. Hey, you want a sip? No, I'm drinking after you. Stay away from me. <laughs> I'll drink my own. Some people just grab it and take a big swig and hand it right back to you. Uh, it's to each his own. Neither it's neither here nor there. It's not right or wrong. It's just, I guess some do and some don't. <laughs> Lynn on the Divinity phone. Thanks for calling, Lynn. Hope you had a good weekend. I had a great weekend, man. I hope y'all have too. We Look, have I can good. tell you why the why, why the whole social distance. Stuff and, and, and basketball and all that is like it is, I think. We're not trying to appease normal people. We're trying to appease cancel culture so they don't cancel our sports. Amen. All these retarded Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, it's not people with sense that we're trying to please because we know better. It's the idiots that are somehow have got in charge of what gets canceled and ain't that we got to keep happy. And well, I'll be glad when this time passes, and it will pass, I believe. Yeah, it's all this but, uh, stuff cycles in and cycles out. 
I mean, it really does. Um, and you know, another thing I was thinking about, and, and y'all can probably speak to this just as much, but you know how a lot of times like each generation will kind of in some ways rebel against their parents' generation? And yeah, yeah. so, you know, it, it comes and goes, right? The um, whatever is in now for young people, you know, if they hang on to it and their generation grows up and becomes parents, guess what? Their kids are just as likely to rebel against that, whatever it is, because a lot of that stuff happens. But uh, but back to your point, you know, you said it's the the cancel culture earlier. I just said social media. That's what it is. I mean, keeping those those seats on the bench, um, you know, hopscotched and six feet apart is strictly for the television cameras. And therefore, social media as a way to say, leave us alone and shut up and get off our back. That's that's all that is. That's it. Yep. Man, I got a baseball question for you before we get out of here. We are, we're still getting pretty timely hitting, and I like it. We're playing small ball. I think we run more this year than we have in the past three. Mm. Uh, I like seeing all that. And that, that's a good way to manufacture runs when you're not hitting the ball, and that's good for the pitching staff we have, that, that all that works together, and I think that's probably why he's doing some of it. But I was wondering, after watching Skinner play a little bit, with his speed, and he makes good contact a lot, and he really hustles, mm. why can't he go up to lead off? Yeah. I mean, if he can – he might be a thought to put there just to try somebody. Uh, and that's just a thought. I don't know him. I'm not a coach. I'm not there. But I do know he can fly. I do know he hustles. Mm-hmm. And those two things say lead off. Right. Well, I, I would um, – th- we're, we're operating here – my answer is based on a hypothetical. Okay, but so I'll say if, Lynn, but if we go another midweek, weekend, that'd be four games. If you go another four to five games with a little more struggling – especially against SEC pitching at the top of that lineup, it's a virtual guarantee that Lamonis will shake it up and try somebody else up there. And I think you just identified yep. who's a prime candidate to get a shot at the top of the lineup because of his speed. I mean, we, I, saw, we saw it against LSU that all it, takes is a ch- all it takes is a chopper on the infield and you just hesitate a half a second, he beats it out. I think – what you're touching on is is legit possibility, and maybe one more midweek and one more weekend of him for the first time in his career, and that's Braylon Skinner we're talking about, seeing a few more pitches from uh, you know elite arms. Yeah. It, it, he just needs a few more at-bats under his belt before they do it, maybe. Yeah, I would be throwing him the fire, I guess, but he, uh, he seems to have the tools for the job, and we're struggling there. Yeah. But that was just my thought. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try to keep cancel culture off me and stay in this truck, but if anybody gets too close to me, I'm going to put them in the ditch. <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> Thanks, Liam. Be careful, man. Thank well, you. Man. All right. Call yeah, anytime. Bye. You know, um, and looking at the stats, Jay touched on it earlier about state baseball. Lynn's touching on it. So let's just go ahead and go baseball now. State takes two out of three on the road at LSU, and LSU is a legit top 25 team, and they're good you know, in some ways. I don't know that they're going to pitch it necessarily as well throughout their weekend and as some of their teams in the past, but they're a good team. And you go down there, you, you know, not many teams are going to Baton Rouge and winning a series. They're just 
This didn't happen much. Okay, so a lot of weight on having a road series win there. And the thing about it is, don't forget that overall what's most important to a team like State is that RPI as it relates to setting you up in the postseason. Well, road wins carry so much more weight than home wins do. Even road losses aren't as bad, nearly as bad as a home loss. So to have a road series like this under your belt that you went and took two out of three, it's like I told you last week, road series against those level teams in the SEC, it's all about going on the road and just don't get swept on the road. To win one game and your RPI is taken care of for that weekend. And when State won on Friday night, thanks to a dominant outing on the mound by Christian McLeod, he was dominant. Look, LSU can hit. Christian McLeod was dominant. I mean, he saved his best start for his biggest start to this point, and that was Friday night at LSU. He was dominant. And they go win on Friday night. Look, the rest of the weekend, you're playing with house money. It's icing on the cake. The re- and when they went one on Saturday, it's just more icing on the cake is kind of the way it was. Now, for Ole Miss, they get a home sweep of Auburn. Auburn's a little banged up, especially their pitching staff. Well, Ole Miss sweeps them. They are now way ahead of the curve because you got that one extra, you know, house money win. Ole Miss could have easily won two out of three against Auburn and be sitting pretty in terms of RPI. So, you know, even though it's home games, you sweep an SEC team, that's big for you in the RPI category. Southern Miss a sweep this weekend as well. They'll jump into Conference USA play. But Southern Miss, get their hands full next week with Louisiana Tech. I can promise you that. So more on the baseball. We'll take a look at some stats and the results from the weekend, and then I'll get to your texts and comments next in the Bureau. Stick around. The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Are you ready? Get ready for the Mississippi State Radio Analyst. And he's on your radio right now. Now. You've got the Matt Wyatt Show. Let her rip, tater chip. All right. Hey, man. I I hate to bust in on your coming back here in this last segment. But, man, something just happened, and it is flat out amazing. And I know you don't like that word or epic, but (laughs) it is. So check this out. You know, I sent you that text from Hog Jow. That uh, over the weekend, just for cash tips and gifts that were given on site, was almost $2,800. That does not count any of the pledges. That won't be known for about another week. Okay, and real quick, JB, just for people who just tuned in, what JB's talking about is over the weekend, we previewed it last week, and so over the weekend you had the Singing for Kids event at um, at the flea market, the Flowood Flea market, right? Do I have that right? Yep. That's uh, correct. The Fl- Flowood Antique Market or Flea, flea Market? Um, I think it's the Flowood Antique, Antique Flea Market. Flea Market, okay. And it involved hog jowl 
and JB and others raising money for um, Blair Batson Hospital for Kids here in Mississippi. Okay, so that's what JB's talking about. Thanks for setting it up for me. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know he'd sent that in today, and we were excited about that. And probably going to announce that a little bit later. But he just sent me another text and said one of our listeners to your show called and donated $3,200. What? I got chicken skin. Oh, man. Well, and I, and when I guess it's anonymous. I guess we don't know who it is, right? No, no. Well, but, hey, man, thank you people that are listening out there and have compassionate hearts and willing pocketbooks. That's outstanding. That's so awesome. so with that, including the tips, now it's over $6,000 that was raised in that event. And doesn't include the pledges that were made. Wow. So it's going to be approaching. I mean, it could be way on up there. Yeah. By the time this is done. That is outstanding. Well, to, to whoever, whomever, uh, you know who you are and God knows who you are. And thank you so much. Just can't say thanks enough. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, JB. That's great. I like to be the bearer of good news. <laughs> As opposed to the alternative. Well, that was certainly good news, man. That is great. And hats off to you and Hog Jow. Hog Jow, um, I guess, well, what's that stuff they used to uh, advertise on television for old people that would help their hands? What was that? It was a cream they'd rub on their You see the commercial all the time. <laughs> You're talking about gold bond? Uh, well, it was something like that, but it had a different name, you know? And I'm sort of just joking, but yeah, uh, after over 30 hours straight of playing a guitar and singing Hog Jow, take care of those digits, man. Let them heal up. <laughs> Thank goodness for super glue too, right? But really do appreciate all the, the folks that have pitched in and helped them raise some money for an excellent cause. And um, right now, short of the pledges, already over $6,000 raised, and every single solitary penny of that goes straight to uh, Blair Batson. That's uh, great stuff. Great stuff. One more round of applause. One more round of applause for everybody uh, who was involved. All right, turning the page, I'm going to get over here to some of your comments on the uh, live stream and on the text line about baseball. That's what most of it is right now. Saints fan SB09 said offense will come around. Pitching is already there, which is huge. Lamonis will find a Sunday starter. I think they got all the pieces, and they'll figure some things out. And, and say what you want. You get a road series win at LSU. You're ahead of the curve already in terms of your RPI. Um, you'd love to win a regular season championship in the SEC, but it doesn't really help you that much. It just sets yourself up for the postseason, which uh, they kind of sort of are ahead of. And now you got to just get in the postseason, play your best baseball. Then that's the case for everybody, though, uh, really for everybody. Um, let's see, Louvier, we were talking about the basketball thing and separating the, the benches, said, bureaucracy and hypocrisy go together like red beans and rice <laughs> and country-pleasing sausage. Go Saints. No doubt about it. Like, <laughs> we're going to move the chairs on the bench. They can't sit next to each other on the teammates, but we're out here breathing and sweating on each other and slobbering on each other in a game and using the same ball. But we can't shake hands after the game, by all means. I mean, yeah. Thanks to uh, Brent and JB, they came up with it. It's Blue Emu. Yeah, remember those Blue Emu lotion commercials? It's like Wonder Lotion. It heals arthritis, according to the commercial, you know. 
That's what you take away from it. Talked about uh, preachers earlier. Dog tired in Florence said, Matt, I'm a PK. Father preached for 48 years. He was a big baseball fan. 1965 state grad in electrical engineering. 2001, my, he says his brother got the 2,000th win at MSU. We bleed maroon. He said two out of three wins away from the dude is outstanding. But next weekend against Arkansas will be the tail of the tape. Yeah, no doubt about it. Huge, huge, huge series next weekend. Arkansas at State. And let me just tell you something. Masks and all, it's going to be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, Brooks Noble said Field. Ole Miss had about 10,000, a little over 10,000 fans yesterday. They had a huge crowd. It looked great in a beautiful day. I watched the – and by the way, uh, who was that had asked me? I had uh, – I guess it was Brent earlier that wanted to know. He said, what game were you watching when the pitcher was charged with a ball for you know putting his fingers in his mouth? I want to see that obscurity for myself. Brent, it was yesterday, the Sunday game – in the first two to three innings of the uh, Ole Miss versus Auburn game. I was watching it on SEC+. And a tip of the cap to my former um, uh, partner, Richard Cross, he was calling the Ole Miss game on the SEC+. And I wouldn't have known what was coming, but as soon as he saw it, he was calling the game on the SEC+, and he knew exactly what it was, like as soon as he saw it. So tip of the cap to him. Otherwise, I would have no idea what was going on, if it was a balk or what it was, because it was odd. It wasn't called like a balk. It was called like a ball. They go, and then he explained it, okay? So he went to his mouth with his hand and then grabbed the baseball. Second base umpire goes, nope, because that's against the COVID rules, right? So they put a ball on there. It was a batter had just stepped in the box, and he starts off with a 1-0 count before a pitch had ever even been thrown. So, th- like, ridiculous. it is. And, and I only watched about 30 minutes of the Ole Miss game before I flipped over to mostly State and LSU after that yesterday. But I kn- there were three things that jumped out to me. One was that, that play, because I saw it. I'm like, that's a first. Two was when they showed the crowd shots, all those people now for Ole Miss that wear light blue as opposed to the old dark blue that they used to all wear makes it look totally different. It makes the, the whole place look like it's more full of people. Of course, they had a big crowd. But, you know, we talk about the, the baby blue that the team wears – but the whole fan base wearing it is even better, I think, a look for them. The way it, I don't know, it just transformed the whole look of the whole place. I thought it was pretty cool, so hats off to them. The other thing was, I kept noticing, Ole Miss, more than any other place you watch, they have people sitting in those premium seats right behind the umpire at home plate. Every place you watch has people that yell at the umpire. Balls and strikes, to get mad, whatever. But Ole Miss, more than any place you watch, the people that sit behind home plate and sit behind the umpire, they yell and scream at the umpire over balls and strikes the entire game, every game, and they are never right. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't know who they are. But watch it. They got people that sit behind the umpire at Ole Miss. They argue balls and strikes and yell at the umpire the whole game. And they do it most when the umpire is absolutely right. That's <laughs> crazy. It just stood out to me. Of course, I only watched 30 minutes of the game or so yesterday. Uh, I got about a minute, minute and a half for a man that calls himself Rooster. 
over here on the uh, Country Pleasing text line. What's up, Rooster? Yeah, I need more than a minute and a half. No, will, you don't need that. <laughs> well, I wanted to relate the College World Series, Ole Miss, 1972. That's going to take more than a minute and a half. But why? I'm calling about why? basketball. Okay. Because yeah. it was just unbelievable. They're up eight to nothing, and they lose nine to eight to Texas after tre- leading for eight innings. <laughs> and short, 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 sum, sum, summing it up. Texas scored nine runs and never hit the ball out of the infield. What? Not one single hit. Walks and errors. Oh, my god! It looked like a girls' softball game, excuse me. <laughs> but I'm going to lay that at another date. I'm calling about, I'm all excited about NIT. Do y'all realize we're going to have a Rick Stansberry, Ben Howland matchup? That's Wait. never happened. So is that the next ball game? Well, if they, they both got to win. State's yeah. got to win, and Western Kentucky's got to win. But if they both win their next game, they will meet. They're in the same bracket. Mm-hmm. And all of a Hallelujah. sudden, hey, Rooster, <laughs> if that happens, all of a sudden, the NIT, for the first time in a long time, will be interesting. Well, yeah, it's always interesting. That's the National Invitational Tournament. I've been there. <laughs> no, it means I've not important today. <laughs> It means not important today. <laughs> Rooster loves what? the NIT, man. He, I tell you oh, what, sure I they do. need to put I you. Anything they need to send you a check. You doing the Lord's work promoting the NIT is every chance you get. Rooster, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> Absolutely, God bless. God bless. <laughs> the National Invitational Tournament. It sounds a lot better when you say that. Hey, look. Proud of State's men for winning the ball game. It was ugly at the end, but they held on and won it. Cam Matthews made some big plays for State. Kind of sealed the game, I thought. Of course, some big shots, too. And a chance. Hey, if they play Stansbury, I'll be tuned into every dribble for sure. All right, that's hour one. Hour two, right around the corner here in the Bureau. Stick around.